You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Would this be considered like a performance-enhancing drug or something along those lines? <laughs> right. Probably not, huh? From how your performance has been since you've taken it, I'm not thinking it's being enhanced. It's hard to say exactly. <laughs> I mean, I do not take allergy medication very often. I mean, it's I think really it's, rare. I think it says something that you think that you're being enhanced I'm by not sure. It. I'm not sure if I'm being enhanced or not. I have no idea which way I am right now. Mm. Um, all I can say is that it feels like I'm rubbing against a windshield. That's kind of how I feel right what? now. That doesn't make any sense, does it? It's like you're rubbing against like a wet windshield. That's how that's how my head feels right now. Allergies are a weird thing. They do weird things to people. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillit. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. We're available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining in. Uh, I want to say uh, one thing right off the bat. Um, Allergies are really bad here in Portland, Oregon right now, which is where we're broadcasting from. I posted something on Twitter about this. It's We are apparently f- at four times the level no, of our I already... No, it was like 400 or something. I thought it was something ridiculous. No, and it was like four times, but I mean, it's still, it's it's a ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do allergies uh, make you itchy? They can make you itchy. Yeah. Yes, so I've that's just possible. Been, I've been collectively kind of, my eyes are itchy and my skin is kind of itchy. Uh, that could be it. That sounds like something else. So that sounds more like a rash than allergies. I don't but, have a rash, Greg. Well, I mean, I'm no, no. I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I can't no, say for sure. No, I've been a week rash-free. I've been, I'm fine. Okay. Congratulations. For mm. those keeping track at home, if you had the bet going for whether she'd last a week without a rash, you, you know, I went. All right. So, no. What is, okay, what I'm, I'm just going to give you a pass when you're trying to be mean to me. Well, today. let me talk about what the allergy thing is. It's not 400 times. That's that's not what it was. But it is four times what the uh, what the actual amount normally is. So the pollen count is probably what you're talking about, which is normally 400. Yes. Okay. So maybe that's what I'm thinking. It's four of. times that is what the pollen count is in Oregon. And if you have allergies, you know that sucks. So it's it's four times what's considered very high. So that that's where we're at right now. Okay. Um. And because of that, I finally took some allergy medication. I usually don't. And, and usually I don't have them this bad all the way into June. It's, for my time, is, is April and like the fall. But now, for some reason, it's kicked in into overdrive. No, because it was supposed to be like glorious and sunny now. And we still have uh, sun and then rain and then sun and then rain. Well, I mean, the sun wouldn't necessarily get rid of them. If we got a hardcore rain, that would actually f- solve it. If we got a, had like, was, just like a downpour. It was downpouring earlier this morning. It needs to be more of a downpour than that. Okay. I mean, like a day. I was lucky enough to be riding my bike right when it happened. So that was a... Yeah. That's good. My leggings are still completely soaked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so um, yeah, it, well, it did rain a little bit today. But anyway, that's what's going on. So I took some allergy medication. I took some Allegra. And I'm not used to taking this stuff. I try not to take any medications because it, it always messes with my head or makes me tired or, or does weird things to me. But it was bad enough that I did. And now I don't know what it's doing to me. So I'm not sure if I'm sped up or if I'm slowed down yeah, or you what, kinda, side of, like what side of it I am. Slow it down just a little bit. Okay. Just All a right. little bit. I think you're talking – I think that you're afraid that you're slowed down, so you're speeding it up. So I'm speeding it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's what's going on. Can we get back to something you said earlier, though, about yeah. – I just want to clarify what you meant when you said, Mm -hmm. I feel like my head is a wet windshield. No, I feel like I'm rubbing up against a wet windshield. Uh, What does that mean? And rubbing up, (laughs) how how rubbing up? So, like, when you're looking out of a windshield, you know, and you're sitting in a car, imagine the car's not running, and you're, you're sitting in there, but it's pouring down rain outside. 
So the windshield is wet. You're sitting in the car, and the car starts to fog up just a little bit. And what happens is you can't see outside, so you press your face up against that windshield, even though it's foggy and wet, and you try really hard to see out of it. And then that feeling as it rubs across your forehead, that's what my brain feels Wait, like. What rubs across your forehead? The wet foggy windshield. Wait, why are you putting your forehead on the I just explained because you're trying to look out of... But wouldn't you just wipe it with your hand? Well, okay, there's... Do you want my explanation of what I was saying? I mean, because I I just said it. I just just did explain it. I know that you think that you're explaining things, but here, wait, give it... All right, so you think... Okay. Imagine you're in a car. Yes, I know, and and you're... It's pouring down rain outside. It's pouring down rain. It starts to fog up. It starts to fog up a little bit. And you press your face up against that windshield to try to see out of it. And it's foggy and it's kind of rubbing against you. Does it give you. you a foggy noggin? It could give you a foggy noggin. And you can't, still can't quite see, but you can see a little bit better because you're pressing your face up against it. And, and that rubs uh, against Courtney's your brain. asking, why don't you just uh, go ahead and turn on the car and put on the defrost so that it isn't foggy Again, there? you could do that. But consider, okay, consider this. The defroster that I turned on is taking the Allegra. So I took the Allegra to try to turn okay, on the defrost, no, this just isn't making any and then sense. that's supposed to warm it up and clear up the fog. But it's not really clearing up the fog. It's just making it a little sticky. That's kind of what it's doing. Does this make any sense? No. Okay. No, and I actually listened that time, unfortunately. Yeah. I listened to all of it. Yeah. It, that didn't make any difference, So it's a wet way. windshield that you're rubbing I up. know you're frustrated that I didn't hear you the first time, but now I listened and I'm just as confused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's a complicated thing. I think maybe if you you had to be there for it, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, Chris is saying uh, he heard, he's heard foggy noggin on a different thing. That's why we say it, Chris, because it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. That is foggy noggin. Oh, oh boy. Let well, me tell I went you. down and I do that. <laughs> let me tell you, I had one I was too down many on the marga- waterfront mango margaritas and had myself a really great time and then came in this morning and boy, do I have a bit of a foggy noggin. Here's Modest Mouse. Oh right. my gosh. Anyway. Yeah, that's, sorry, that's a okay. 1% joke. That's a that's just somebody that we used to work with band, uh, who's still on a radio station here in town. Yeah. That's just a horrible person. Anyway, All right. Uh, for Ed, that did make sense. So I tried to explain what's going on in my head, but anyway, that's that's what's happening. I took some Allegra. We'll see how it works through. I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Expedia link oh. right there on our website. Oh. I myself just clicked on the Expedia link um, because a week from today, Fun Employment Radio is going to be on vacation. Oh, my so gosh. A week from today. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Greg. We're going to be A week from Mexico today. Uh, we will time. be in Mexico at this time. Yes. Yep. A week from today. We will be. And uh, there's a group of us that are flying down there. And while we're out, we'll have some best ofs that are going to be uh, popping up. So those are actually being put together. We've got some good stuff for you that are, that are going to be airing during that week. So you still get a podcast every day, but we just won't be live because we'll be down in Mexico mm-hmm. taking a little bit of a break, which is nice. And I did go to Expedia, Sarah. You sure and did, And I clicked Greg. on the link there, and I booked us, uh, I booked us a booze cruise. <gasps> I'm so excited for the booze cruise. So... While we're down there, we're all going to be going on Did we talk about a, this yesterday? Should we be snorkeling in Mexican water? Did we talk about that? Well, that's the thing. So we're going snorkeling. And I, I do have Which some I questions. Just, like, so I, growing Cabo. up, since I, I uh, you know, talk about my mom's a Spanish teacher, so a lot of our family vacations consisted of going to Mexico and like mm-hmm. going to like the markets and things. My mom really wanted us to like, um, you know, be integrated into the culture. Yeah. But one of the things that she, they never allowed us to do was to go into the ocean. Really? Yeah, because we did once and there was uh, some sort of... Um, 
uh, jellyfish or something that wrapped itself around my sister's leg. <laughs> that sounds And we horrible. were only in there. Yeah, we were in there for about five minutes one time. So like we had been and fighting. And a jellyfish like, grabbed onto the leg? And wrapped around her. Yeah. Oh, that's that probably hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, I, I remember it was awful. But um, – because we had begged and begged my parents to let us go into the ocean. <laughs> and you were in for five minutes. And we were in for five minutes. And, and then all of a sudden, Heather screaming. And yeah, a jellyfish had wrapped itself around her leg. Huh. No, I mean, I... So, I mean, I've always I, been kind of a very... I've been kind of afraid of Mexican oceans. I've gone snorkeling twice in Mexico, in Cabo. Like, um, is it clear? Yeah, I mean, the first time I did it, there was just like... Well, I did it twice, I guess, on, in during this one trip. I went down with my family, my brother, and then uh, my, my brother's buddy Adam came with us, too. And... Yeah, we went snorkeling where you just walk off this beach. I think now it's all resorts where we were, but before you used to have to just you took this bus out to the middle of nowhere and you just get off on the side of a road and walk down a bunch of gravel roads and then you rent snorkels from some guy I don't want to do in a that. shack. And this guy in the shack gives you snorkels and then you go out there and you just walk out in the water and start snorkeling. So that's a, yeah, that's how people like disappear now, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what not do that's that. what we did. So, so that one was all right, but there was a lot of people, so you bump into people. I don't really like that part. And then the other one we did was was actually a booze cruise one, where they take you out into the ocean, and then you just they just kind of like throw you off the uh, the boat, and you go snorkel around for a while, and then hopefully you make it back. And that's kind of about it. I mean, it was a it was a weird snorkel trip. I will say that it was okay, kind of strange. I'm kind of nervous. They just about... kind of dump you out in the ocean. At yeah, this one. because I. I mean, I've never, I don't really know what a booze cruise is like, but I'm assuming it's not maybe the classiest of, uh, of circumstances. You're not getting top shelf, I'll because say. Because I know how much we paid for it. We didn't spend, like, that much money no, on it. No, it was, it was <laughs> surprisingly it inexpensive. It was very inexpensive. I mean, I'll say what it was. So for a three-hour <laughs> booze cruise and snorkeling tour with all you can drink, supposedly, uh, during the thing. And I guess, some snacks. It says it has snacks. And snacks. Uh, it was $45 per person. That's a pretty damn good deal if you're thinking three hours long on one of those kinds of things. That's 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 a pretty good deal. So I'm not going to guess it's the classiest, highest end. I mean, it may be they just drive us out to the ocean and like they, they throw you out. It's like, okay, you want to get back on? That's another $45 or something like that. Maybe. But uh, I'm still getting in. I'm still getting in the ocean. Are you? Oh, yeah. Are you not going to do I will, it? I will. I will if I can see. If if it's not like foggy. Yeah. If it's not, I don't know. If I don't see like garbage, because somebody else was telling me yesterday that there's like some raw sewage out there. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. But I'm assuming if they have something called the snorkeling package, then you know, like when we went snorkeling in Hawaii, like they probably have an established place that they go to to snorkel. Probably. I mean, probably. Maybe. Maybe. There's also, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I should probably just tell you this now before somebody posts a link to you. What? About this. What? So there's a video of a couple of guys who live in in, in southern Mexico. What are you doing? Um, should, do you want me to tell you this before somebody posts it on your page? Because somebody's you... going to post it on your page. Oh my God, is it another mass grave thing? It's not not a mass grave, although they did discover one of those. In all seriousness, they discovered a, a mass grave uh, near where we're going to be going. Um, just don't get involved in the drug trade. Actually, I've got a couple of things of advice. Do you want advice today I do or want, tomorrow? I want advice today. If we're you want to talk about, about it today? It now, I mean, okay, let me give you a couple. Week. It's, yes, let I me think give you some advice. Talk about it today. Okay, so I got a couple of things to tell you. Uh, having have gone to Cabo a couple of times, not a ton, but a little bit. Uh, one, there's a story that's going to be posted on your page, and I guarantee some listeners going to find it and post it on there. And it's about um, not about the drug trade and about the mass graves. It's going to be about. These two guys who live in southern Mexico, and uh, there's 
there's great white sharks. And so it was a great white shark that came up right into the bay and it was flopping around. They filmed it for a while and then it squirmed its way back out to sea. So there are great white sharks. There are sharks? Great white sharks. Those are the the people eaters, right? Those are the big ones. The big sharks. Oh, God. Um, I I mean, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just letting you know. White shark Mexico. I'm just letting you know. Um,. Wait, they have actual, actual Mexican cage diving where you can go and put, put in a cage where oh, there I would, are sharks? I would do that. No, I don't know if I would do that. I take that back. I mean, I want to do my parasailing thing, but I don't know if I would I don't know if I would jump into a cage with the sharks. Oh, those are the Jaws sharks. That's a Jaws shark. Yeah, that's a Jaws that's shark. That's a Jaws shark. Why yeah. didn't you tell me it's a Jaws shark? Oh, those are the things? Yeah. No, I'm so, not no. So when they throw us out into the ocean no. with the snorkel gear. Okay, you act like they're physically going to throw us off. Are they going to throw us off? They didn't throw I us off. I think you line up just like because no, they got to clean Hawaii, the boat. I think you awesome have to because get you got the little like slide. Let me tell you. Let me just tell you. Something. I mean, what? Okay, I'm going to let me be honest. Flush. Let me be honest with that you was again. A flush cruise that we went on there. This is not going to be the same as Hawaii. I'm just I'm just letting I you mean, know. I mean, there we had so many at different like price, things to make sandwiches with at the price point of this tour. It's not going to be the same as Hawaii. Okay. So just if that's what you're expecting, I, mean, I would kind I'm of re- I could I would kind of take that expectation. But I out. mean like is I'm, I'm like is it safe? Well, I mean they're going to, you know, they'll line you up uh, along the side of the boat and then they'll come through and then they just kind of loop push you off to the side so you fall out. They, they do not to, push you well, off. Well, they have to push boat. you so you get out far enough away from the boat so you don't get sucked in by the propellers. So they sh- you give you a such shove. You are a liar. <laughs> oh my god, up. I am not falling for that. What shove the you fuck? Ever. Real hard cuz I mean if you don't jump out, if you don't get out far enough, it's just bloop, and they suck you right under. You know, I mean there's an average of I think it was I was trying to look it up. It's like 2% of people that go on these tours don't come back. So I mean 2% is pretty good pretty good law of averages. You know, if you figure out out of the whole year 2% are the only ones that don't come back. So we should be pretty good. But, all right. So is it one of those things where, like, you snorkel first and then, like, the booze cruise begins after you're done swimming? Uh, yeah. So is I, it as responsible as Hawaii or are they just, like... It said so on the thing. It says so on the thing. So, okay. yeah, you go... You it go, said so on the thing. You go snorkeling for safety reasons first, and then you come back on, and then you can start drinking. Yeah, Eddie's saying Mexico seems like so much more fun than Hawaii. I will say, going. I really liked Hawaii, but it's, like, a little too... It's very clean and expensive. <laughs> I really like Mexico. I don't know. I feel like you get more of the culture there. And I mean, yeah, and certainly the culture is being exploited in um, some ways. Okay. Well, I'm. let's be honest here. We're going to an all-inclusive resort. We're oh, not yeah. getting we're, a lot we're of culture. Assholes we're not getting a lot of culture. Assholes. We're not assholes. It's a, it's a service that's there, and that's we're true. paying for we it. Paid I mean, for it. We I don't hard feel for it. bad. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a resort. Um, but culture-wise, yeah. We're not going to go out and get a lot of the culture. Also, we don't want to end up in mass grave. So anyway, um, that was. I'll probably take that part out. But uh, no, you don't have to take that out. It's, it is. We're, it's a legitimate fear. Now I'm legitimately fearing mass okay. graves and great white sharks. Well, let me give you some of this advice here that I can dispel. And this is things. Don't buy drugs and don't go swimming in the water. Well, don't. <laughs> yes, don't buy drugs. That's a <laughs> that's a very good rule. If that's something that needs to be stated, yeah, do not buy drugs. I would never buy Mexican drugs. Do not buy Mexican drugs. Everybody there is a drug dealer. Uh, that is one thing of note. So when you walk around Cabo, um, and this is kind of important. So at least for me and my brother, we uh, we get uh, approached a lot. It's just always been that way. That people walk up and think that we want to buy drugs from them. It happened to us in Jamaica. It happens to us in Mexico. You guys so, look like a couple shit apples. I guess we look like shit no apples. Yeah. yeah, apparently. And we're not, by the way. Well, we're, well, yeah, we're shit apples, but we're not buying drugs. Uh, so, 
you'll notice if you're walking around in Cabo, um, probably about every block you'll have some guy come up and ask if you want to buy some form of drugs. But then also on every block is a police officer. So my theory is, I theorize that- Are they working together? That it's all kind of connected there. And they're waiting for a bribe to come come in. So that's that's kind of what I'm guessing mm-hmm. is happening there. Uh, so so there's that. Downtown Cabo is fun. Uh, Vicky says don't leave the resort. I mean, I, Cabo Cabo's cool. I, I like it. Don't go too far off the beaten path. But is there like a little like is it like in uh, like Puerto Vallarta or like in Mazatlan where there I is don't like know. a like a area like with like bars and things? Oh yeah, that yeah, hang yeah. Out in? Uh-huh. yeah. Yes, definitely. There's a there's a downtown area with with bars and restaurants and cool stuff to go walk around and check out. And there are some cool areas. You get a little bit. I mean. Cabo's a lot different now than it used to be. It used to get real seedy real quick. Now I think it's kind of it's it's um, it's not quite like that. There's a lot more development that's come in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty much development all the way from from the airport all the way down to Cabo San Lucas. Now, uh, here's an here's an example though of something not to do. And I I've told this story a long time ago on the show, but I think it may resonate a little bit more now since we're going down there. So once upon a time, I was more of a shit apple than I am now, mm-hmm. and this trip where I went down with with my with my brother and our buddy Adam, we uh, we would we had a lot to drink. You know that's what you do in Mexico. And plus, I believe we were tw- I was twenty and he was eighteen. Or I was twenty one, I think twenty one and nineteen, something like that. And how we would get in towns, we had to take this bus because we were staying at this this uh, hotel way up north from Cabo. So you you take a bus into town. Okay, you ride the locals' bus, which was pretty fun. Though you have no idea what in, what's going on. Yeah, so I've ridden the yeah I've ridden the locals bus before in Puerto Vallarta, which is always yeah. kind of terrifying because you know you're riding the bus and it's fine, everyone's just kind of traveling, but uh-huh. then you know the like the police with their machine guns driving by. Oh yeah, Texas. federales. Yeah, yeah, the federales mm-hmm. are like yeah. kind of driving by and looking in, like oh my Don't god. Don't fuck with the federales. That's Uh-oh. that's a rule that shouldn't even need to be stated yet. Do not fuck with federales. Um, so so we would take the bus in. Well, we were down there. We had a bunch of drink and. We're fairly friendly, and so we usually end up making friends with somebody who's local or start chatting with them and talking with them on the same trip. We've been joking around because we knew tiny amounts of Spanish, but we were calling each other bad names in Spanish. And we were talking to a guy. Oh, there's also a lot of strip clubs uh, in, in Cabo, and especially if you're oh, walking really? around as a guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're walking around like, as a guy. Are they disguised? Are they like... Um, some of them are, think, like since I just went down there, and now or? are massage parlors instead okay. of strip clubs now. But we were walking around. We started talking to this guy. They hand out flyers and try to get you to go into their their strip club. It's almost like Vegas. And uh, he handed us that, and we're t- chatting with him. We're talking with him. And some for some stupid reason, I decided to, in Spanish, say, chinga tu madre, which is fuck your mother. Why would you do that? I don't know. Wait, and who I did didn't you mean say it- that to? I didn't mean it in a mean way. We were all joking around, and I thought we were joking, and we were calling each other names. You're not joking a language that you don't know how to I know this is a lesson that I'm teaching. This is how I almost died. This is how I could have ended up in one of those graves. So, I mean, it was... I I crossed a line. And I realized it as soon as I said this. Now, keep in mind, I've been drinking all day, and I was just... It was just so dumb, and I said it. And I remember... Jeff Whoa. and Adam being like, what the fuck did you just do? And I said it. And this guy went from jovial, we're having a great time, to instantly like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Like, pissed. 
He's like, what the fuck did you just say about my mom? Oh, no, no. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I was joking. I don't know why. I said, I don't know. And I just was like stammering. And he's like, don't ever fucking say that about somebody's mother. Like, And just, he was pissed. 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 He was mad. Yeah, don't do that. Well, I know this isn't something I'm I know, proud I just, of. I just, I want I'm not to, that's proud good. of this I'm glad moment. that you are, you know, and you're teaching me a lesson. I would not do it, but I'm no, glad that I you're also. This, the second I said, I don't, I have no idea why I said that. We were just joking around. I didn't mean it any offensive way. I was just like joking around. I thought, oh, it just came out. And we've been saying that to each. Yeah, it just came out. So very dumb. Again, 21. And so, uh. So we're like, we'll go into the club. We'll go to the club because that's what he wanted us to do was buy admission to the club. We're like, we'll, we'll go in. Let's, let's go in. We'll, we'll pay. We'll buy some beer. Uh, we'll come in. And he's, and he's kind of calming down a little bit. He's like, all right, yeah, come in. You're going to buy me a beer. I'm like, yep, yep, going to buy you a beer, sir. Sure, I'm going to buy you a beer. And I sit down with him, and Jeff and Adam ditch me. Like they they go up to the rack or something like that. They, well, actually, there's a whole other story there. But um, – I probably can't tell some of that. So anyway, we're sitting there and and I buy this guy a beer and he takes this Corona and he just downs the entire thing just in one drinks the entire thing. And I'm like, you want another one? He's like, yeah. So I get him another one. I buy him another Corona. And that's when he starts talking to me about what he's in, what he's involved in. And he's like, he starts to like loosen up and he's a little bit, he understands I fucked up. He knows I know I fucked up. And he's like, don't ever do that again like that. You will get in a lot of trouble for doing that. And then he's like, uh, somehow he had already known, I think, where we were from because uh, I think we had said Portland already. He's like, uh, Portland. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to go to Portland someday because that's where um, I'm going to find the fu- the people that killed my brother. So he's like, they shot him. And I, I don't remember how many times. I think it was like 11 times. He's like, yeah, they shot him 11 times in, and they're in Portland. That's where I'm going to go someday. That's where I'm going to find those people. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's, wow, that's fucked up. He's like, yeah. Yeah. So the people that killed his brother are in Portland. Um, So that's, so I'm sitting there just thinking like, oh, fuck, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? Like, God damn it. Just keep buying this guy beers. Just, just keep chatting him. and, And eventually I talked my, I was able to talk my way out of it as quick as I got it. And it took a long time to get my way out of it. But bought him a couple more beers, and then he had to go back to work, and and we shook hands, you know, at the end of it. So I'm like, oh, thank God, like, okay, I'm not going to get stabbed and end up in a in a somewhere. <laughs> and then uh, and then we we hung out there for a while, and blah blah blah, and then ended up. But you made it. Bit. I made it. So the key is be careful what you say to the random dudes on the corner. Don't say anything about about the brother. This is a lesson for everybody. Not that and not that anybody needs it. It was just dumb. Uh, Chris says, do you think maybe he lied to mess with you? I mean, he could have, but this guy seemed crazy. So I honestly don't think that he was. I, yeah, that I don't think so. Yeah, doesn't seem like something you would. I mean, this guy was involved in something for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. that's possible, but I really don't think so. Mm. I mean, I, I sobered up pretty quick once that happened. I was like, oh, this is real. Okay. You're oh, like, uh, I'm in yeah. a foreign fucking country. Like a, a, and, a moment yeah. of clarity, if mm-hmm. you will, when I realized what I had done. Uh, so, yeah, 
That's uh, well. Other than all of this, I'm super so excited <laughs> to go to Mexico. Um, okay. Uh, well, a I won't be doing. You're that. kind of making me nervous a little bit. Okay, I'm not trying to make you nervous. So let me tell you about the. You want to know about like good things? Are there are there good things? Yes. I was excited. Oh well, yeah. Well, number one, we're going to the the resort that we're all going to be staying at. There's a bunch of awesome pools. It's going to be really. F- Fun. It'll be really cool. Uh, also in Cabo, uh, tacos. There's lots of good tacos and little tiny like, bars I that like you can go tacos. hang out. There's this one place called the Smallest Bar or the Biggest Little Bar or something like that. It's seriously like a closet almost, but you, it only fits like three or four people. And you go to this bar and it's awesome. Okay. You can sit there and meet all kinds of people. Like there's lots of it, there's lots of interesting people to meet and um, and and walk around and talk to. And there's cool bars. Don't go to Cabo Wabo because it's super expensive. Okay. It used to be cool, but it's not anymore. Cabo Wabo is very expensive. All right. Thanks. I'm not really giving you a pump up, am I? The booze cruise is going to be fun. Will it? Until they shove me off and a white shark eats me. Well. A great white shark. When I did it last time, the uh, guy who was the bartender's name was Psycho. Like, for real, his name was Psycho. That's what he he went by. And the other guys in the boat are like, yeah, no, he's Psycho. And a mullet. Did he throw you off the boat? No, but you couldn't take a picture with him. <laughs> he, he wouldn't let you take a picture with him. Wow. <laughs> For some reason. He was real cool, though. He was a lot of fun. He, do, he does shots with you. I don't think he steers the boat. Well, I hope he doesn't steer the boat. I don't think so. He does. He has some other function on there other than just taking shots with people, but... Is he like the bartender? Or like yeah, he was bartending, but he was doing like more things. I don't know what else he was doing, but hmm. got him to take shots with us. That's being asked when we leave. I think we leave early Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday morning, so less than a week away. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway. All right, so yeah, so not only, and then, like, I haven't even thought about the flying thing, because I'm so nervous about flying. <laughs> Jesus. But I, I like to go places, so that's why. Yeah. Again, that story was about 21-year-old Greg, who knew instantly what he had done. Instantly. How much he had fucked up. And uh, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah. That most people wouldn't even need to worry about it because they're not going to do it. Because yeah. they're normal. Because they're not going to do it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. That was the Allegra talking. All right. Every time you say Allegra, I keep thinking you you mean Viagra, and then it's like making me <laughs> No, it's not Vi- I know. <laughs> That's the Viagra talking. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Don't mind me. It's my Viagra talking. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> did I do my intro? I can't remember. Uh, I think you did, but I okay. didn't say anything. Uh, crazy. 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 All right. First up, out of Texas. Yeehaw, out of Waco, Texas. Well, police in Texas say a woman called 911 repeatedly from a fast food drive through because she was upset at how long her chicken nuggets were taken to cook. Well, I mean, that's fa- how long was it? Uh, let's see. So it says the Waco Police Department said employees uh, called 911 at about 11 p.m. Friday to report a woman who was refusing to move her car from the drive-thru. Police say uh, that the woman was actually calling. So they called from inside because she wouldn't move her car. She called them from her car because she thought that her chicken nuggets were taking too Better long. Better take a too long on my chicken nuggets. My chicken nuggets. The officers arrived and the woman told them that she had called the emergency number because she was upset at how long it was taking the workers to make her chicken nuggets. <laughs> and she thought that she could get them for, she should get them for free as compensation. Why do they always think they're owed something? I don't, yeah, exactly. It's like it took longer than I expected. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yep, that's, well, that's kind of the way people are nowadays. Uh, yeah. They feel like they deserve things they don't have to work for. I mean, just go, if you're mad, leave and 
go get don't chicken nuggets somewhere anything. else. Yeah, get yeah. Just don't come back. Yeah. So she said she was upset Not about how mood. long <laughs> and how long. So since she felt like she had waited too long, she felt <laughs> entitled to the free chicken nuggets. No, she did not get any for free, and she actually didn't end up getting any at all. And she's lucky that she didn't get in trouble. Yeah. How does she not get in trouble for that for calling nine one one on ch- about chicken nuggets? I don't know. So I guess that they, they Is sent that her not on an her abuse way. Of... Maybe they thought that it was punishment enough that she didn't get her chicken nuggets. <laughs> Maybe. Or they probably just didn't really want to deal with the woman who was upset about chicken nuggets. And That's just, true. It's like her priorities. You're like, all right, let's just, we have some real shit to do. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> so uh, management. Gave, I'm curious. Uh, we've got, uh, um, we've got listeners who are in law enforcement and I wonder if they could ever tell some of their tales. Probably not of some of the weirdest 911 calls mm-hmm. they've gotten or the most absurd. I'd be curious to hear what I would hearing. be too. I like listening to. I mean, that's what if I you, do. If you if you are in law enforcement and you have a good story and you you would feel like writing in and don't want your name given out or anything like that, we will absolutely keep your anonymity if you have a good story. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, yeah. So um, crazy nine one one chicken nugget lady did not get her chicken nuggets out of Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma. It's just all food. I think I can always tell when I'm hungry when I'm looking for stories because yeah. a lot of them seem to be food themed. Okay. Are you out looking of, up food? Were you like Googling chicken nuggets and then you found no, a story? No, but I've been like, you know, kind of not starving myself, but I've been eating significantly less Yeah. to try and feel better about myself before Mexico. Yeah, I hear so you. So I'm like hungry all the time. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like I have to, like I have a physical, like I have a reaction to like pictures of pizza and macaroni and cheese. Really? Like I... If I see someone like talking, like if I see a picture of macaroni and cheese, like I have to close it because I love it so much and I haven't, I've denied myself macaroni and cheese and I can tell it's made a difference, but I miss it a lot. Did you see what those uh, kids in Corvallis are doing? No. These, uh, Oregon State students, they've come up with a new business. It's, um, they'll deliver fresh mac and cheese to you anywhere, anytime, That's 24 hours a day. Genius. Yeah, it, it really is. So it could be three in the morning. They'll deliver mac and cheese to you. Okay, that's enough, Greg. What the fuck, man? I'm sorry. That's I just what told doing. you I'm like trying to like. It's really hard for me. I didn't mean that to me harder. I just thought it was a good idea. At a Tulsa, Oklahoma, a jail officer in Oklahoma has been arrested after trying to smuggle in drugs inside of a burrito. Uh, this guy's name is Kevin Mayo. He's very. It's not a threatening sounding name. Kevin Mayo. Kevin no. Mayo. It's a delicious name. 20 years old was first questioned after after the jail received a tip that he was bringing contraband inside. Mayo was a detention officer with the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office. Well, investigators oh. searched Mayo's backpack where they found uh, hydrocodone, two grams of meth, and more than four grams of marijuana, all hidden snugly wuggly inside of a burrito. Oh, wow. They also discovered rolling papers hidden in a pack of gum and cell phone chargers in his backpack. So, in addition, deputies located his cell phone in his sock and lighters in his pocket. Wow, he's just using all of his pockets. I'm sorry, what kind of officer is he? He's, it says that he is a jail officer. Oh, okay. So, he's smuggling it into jail. So, yeah. So, jail. it says once jail officer and it says detention officer with the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office. Yikes. Uh, so, Mayo initially told investigators that he didn't know anything about the phone, even though, you know, it was on his person, along with the burrito <laughs> full of drugs and everything else. But later admitted, yeah, all right, he was smuggling things inside. Fine, you got me. Well, he faces several charges, including conspiracy to commit a felony, possession of drug fa- uh, paraphernalia. He's been with the sheriff's department only for a few months. Maybe they should vet them more properly. A historical day. Is today well? There's a uh, there's an anniversary of something which I didn't actually know 
that this was a thing, and I'm kind of fascinated by this. So this was a thing that only lasted for February, March, five months in 1913. Okay. So this is a thing I'm, I'm just, that was I'm actually on that. yeah. So this is uh, so this is something that happened in 1913. Let me tell you about it. So this is uh, the anniversary today, June 13th, is the anniversary of when children were unable to be mailed in like through the mail. What you could mail? There is a children? history of children being sent through the mail in the early days of parcel post. Parents took advantage of the mail in unexpected ways, including mailing their kids. Now it only lasted what, five months. Like put months. them in a box with like punch some holes in it and. All right, listen to this. So I found cheap. this from the Smithsonian today. So they published this. One of the most overlooked yet uh, most significant innovations of the 20th century might be the post office's decision to start shipping large parcels and packages through the mail. Now, while private delivery companies <laughs> flourished during the 19th century, parcel post dramatically expanded to reach um, expanded the reach of mail order companies to America's many rural communities. <laughs> so when the post office parcel post began on January 1st, 1913, uh, the new service suddenly allowed millions of Americans great access to all kinds of goods and services yeah. and to actually be in contact with people. So this didn't exist until January 1st, 1913. But almost immediately, it had some unintended consequences as parents indeed didn't want to pay for expensive train tickets so they would ship their kids through the mail, buying parcel post for them <laughs> and shipping it to them. So the first one, uh, this was a few weeks after parcel post began, an Ohio couple named Jesse and Matilda Beagle mailed their eight-month-old son James to his grandmother. Eight months old? Who, how long? Wait, how do you do that? Like, how long was this kid in the mail? All right, so it says, uh, so according to reports, uh, baby James was just shy of the 11-pound weight limit for packages sent via parcel post, and his delivery cost his parents only 15 cents in postage. So this story made the newspapers, and over the next several years, how, similar how stories... How long was the delivery? I mean, the kid's going to not said that make he just it. Lived, if... No, he... It, they, I think they were a lot more careful back then. Like, they would care... You know, they didn't have... You know, a lot of like tra- like modern transport. I'm sure that somebody fed the kid. He yeah. made it there to okay. his grandmother's house all right. because they didn't want to spend uh, you know, all the money on train tickets. So the next few years, stories about children being mailed through rural routes uh, would pop up as people push the limits as what could be sent through the parcel post. Uh, in one famous case, uh, four, a four-year-old girl named Charlotte Piersdorf was mailed via train from her home in Grangeville, Idaho, to her grandparents' house 73 miles away. So oh, I guess, okay, that's not that long. So um, the story was so legendary, it became a children's book called Mailing May, which was a real story, because uh, postage was cheaper than uh, a train ticket. So she wasn't shoved into oh. a canvas bag along with the packages. She was actually accompanied on the trip by her mother's cousin, who worked she's as a clerk for uh, the wa- railway service. So they didn't So she's package. like hobo in it. Yeah, so they didn't package them, but they did Rail rider. Like, pin postage to them yeah. and were actually shipping their children. Interesting. Would you ever consider riding the rail? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you ever read the Boxcar Children when you were a kid? No. Okay. And I know some people out there know what the Boxcar Children is. That made it some... So there are these, um, like, homeless kids who basically, I think their parents die. And so what they do is they live in a boxcar and they'll, like, travel and they, like, ride ride a train around and they kind of, like, make their own way. And I wanted to be a boxcar child. I mean, not the orphaned part or any of that, but... That would be interesting. Ride on trains. I had a friend's buddy one time who disappeared for like four months, maybe longer. Nobody knew what happened to him, and it turned out he had just decided to hop on the train. Was that the your friend that found like the, he left his backpack and everything? Yeah, and everyone thought something bad had happened. Yeah, he went downtown. They found his backpack, and they 
his backpack was like on some street corner and they found that. And like his identification, like that's and never his, his ID sign. and everything. And he was just gone and nobody knew what happened to the guy. And uh, it turns out he just decided to drop everything and hop on a train and head east. And so I think he went as far as like Nebraska or s- somewhere in the Midwest. And he eventually called his uh, grandma and then showed back up like several months later and claimed he had met the devil on the train and like oh uh, and so, so there's some mental things oh yeah oh no yeah uh, he's I believe in jail because he ended with an armed standoff at his grandma's house nobody was hurt um, Jesus but, a turn okay oh yeah no we were at home and I I can't I can't remember his name and I wouldn't say it anyway we'll say we'll say it was Kevin um, but yeah we were sitting there watching television and my buddy's like oh fuck that's Kevin's grandma's house. Well, okay, arm standoff with gentlemen. And it's like, oh, well, yep. That's Kevin. They got him. Nobody was hurt. He went to jail. Oh, well, I'm glad that nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt, no. (laughs) I wouldn't tell the story if somebody was. Yeah. Oh, exactly. All right, well, today is the 104th anniversary of when you weren't allowed to mail children uh, through postal parcel. Sorry, Allegra's got got me going off on all kinds of tangents I know, you're kind of crazy right now. Finally, I have one more. And Greg, I believe that this is something that you suffer from, and now there is a word for it. So I kind of wanted to – this isn't a confrontation or an intervention. It's just kind of a, a – just a chat between friends. Okay. Just a chat between friends. Now, there is a new phone trend that people are talking about, and it is called fubbing. Have you heard of this? Is this going to be something gross? No, it's not gross. It but sounds gross. it is something gross. that you do. The words sounds gross. It's something gross. that you do. So fubbing. Well, you don't know what I do with my own time. You don't know what fubbing is, so you don't know I if don't I know, know or do not know what I it is. I don't like the sound of it. All right, well, fubbing is a worrying new phone trend, which may be ruining your business and or personal relationships. What? Even friendships. Well, whether you're at a bar, on a bus, you know, sitting in a room while you're trying to talk, you know, have a conversation with somebody else, uh, it's become commonplace to see nearly everyone with their heads bent down scrolling away on their telephones. Not paying attention. It's all too easy to reach for your phone when you're left waiting or, you know, just decide to be rude when someone's talking to you and you're still just playing away on your phone. So much so uh, that this is creeping into homes and workplaces, uh, impacting relationships with partners, business partners, and friends, and not in a good way. So fubbing is a mixture of phone and snubbing, a.k.a. Fubbing. I'm sorry, what? It happens when someone mid-conversation will become more absorbed with their mobile phone than with the people that they're surrounded by or the person. There are important connection factors that give people senses of satisfaction in their relationships. The first one is accessibility, where you're both open and listening to one another. You know, not when somebody's talking and the other person is bent down trying to check to see if they're trailer the other person- boys game has updated. What? That's like very specific. It doesn't say that. The second uh, important thing with connecting to other human beings and not staring at your phone all the time is responsiveness as you both empathize and try to understand how the other feels as in understand, you know, getting each other. And the third is being fully engaged, not having one person carry the entire conversation themselves while the other person isn't paying attention. Cool. Now, fubbing interferes with all three of these important factors, so it's no surprise that people are feeling less satisfied with their relationships, albeit romantic or work or otherwise, because they are not getting the quality time that they deserve. So if you recognize that you're a fubber, there are some boundaries that you can set to help the relationships. I'm sorry, what's fubbing? Did you explain that? Yes, it's phone snubbing. No. You're a phone snubber. 
I know that you're messing with me, but I don't care. It's, <laughs> uh, it's not working with you. It was like how John McCain was trying to be all tricky, but he's kind of senile no. when he was getting when he was doing like you the Senate said. hearings. You're you're Allegra right now, and you're Fubbing. trying to be like funny, was, and it's not well, working. Is it or is it not in relation to the phone use on the texts that you were so describing at at the beginning while on your computer? Can you answer that for me? What? That's a, a pass. If you uh, recognize yourself as a fubber, sit down uh, with who no, you think it your is bothering is, your you. Your answer is supposed to be, I cannot discuss that in an open session. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> cannot discuss that in an open setting. <laughs> cannot discuss it in an open setting. All right. So basically, if you feel like you're being a fubber and you feel like you might be impacting your relationships with other people because of your obsession slash addiction to your telephone, why don't you sit down and set some rules about phone free time where you basically put your phone away uh, somewhere where you can't hear it, maybe for a, a full hour at a time while you and your friends or your partner spend some quality time together. Also, uh, it suggested that maybe meal times are phone free. Uh, if you're getting ready to go to bed, what are you supposed to do when you're phone? eating a meal and you don't have your phone there to check the news? And it has been proven that most people will be amazed at what uh, dedicating some time away from your phone can do for your relationships over time. Just I may advice. or may not be willing to admit some of these things could possibly maybe apply to me. Yeah, and it is as as Chris Walsh's playing. It's a very lazy Portman do. Like it is. Yeah, I don't like the name. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a real lame name. Like, but yeah, it's it's just lazy. We we need to think of something better because you are this, but I don't like that word. So we need to come up with something with that definition, but with a different word. Yeah, when I'm on the bus, like I'll force myself to not look at my phone and just look out the window and like take in what's around me. Unless there's a crazy person trying to talk to me, then I won't do that but okay Courtney says it's called talk to people Chris says you can just eat Greg yeah but I honestly I eat by myself most of the time oh That's should I play the incredible Hulk music <laughs> <laughs> I, I eat, eat by myself why my did you make it sound alone. sad I like eating by myself just is what it honestly, is honestly I get anxiety eating with other people I've told you that I don't like eating when other people aren't Oh, I know. I've seen you like hunker down and just refuse to eat. I'll, I'll not eat. Yeah, I know. No, if if I'm eating, if I need to eat late and, and I'm with a group of people and nobody else is eating, mm. I won't eat. Tell I'll just go little, without. Tell us a little bit more about that. You know, because I don't want to be the one to stick out. I just want to be part of the group, like everybody else. But that's why, you know, I mean, when I go home at the end of the day by myself and I go up to my room, you know, I eat my meal by myself, and that's just fine. I'm just fine with that. I don't need to share my my time with other people. What do people even talk about when they eat together? I don't like it. I feel strange pressure when I have to talk to somebody when I'm eating. Maybe yeah. we're better without. without yeah, having we're better. To eat with, with. We're having a great time on our own. Everything's wonderful. They don't know what they're missing out on. That's what I like to say to myself when I'm eating by myself. Do you think myself. they'll have macaroni and cheese in Mexico? Yes, probably, actually. Okay. Where we're going, yes. You can so go eat your mac and cheese by yourself. I'll eat some tacos by myself. Okay, and then we'll just meet up at the pool afterward? Maybe. I might okay. just go to bed. Are you going to go down with the sun? Old man Greg? I'll go down with the sun in Mexico because I'll have been drinking. Mm-hmm. All the- yes, I probably yeah. will be asleep by the time this thing goes 
Uh, Keelan, I was just waiting for someone to get mad at me for asking about macaroni and cheese in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm going to eat everything. Everything. Excuse me. Hola, do you have mac and cheese, please? (laughs) Noodles and queso. Tiene mac and queso. (laughs) Well, you know someplace that we won't be alone, Sarah. Is this weekend at Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night? Oh, I'm going to take away the sad music now. Uh, Fun Employment Radio Bingo is happening this Sunday, June 18th at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Afternoon bingo. I'm so Afternoon bingo. excited. It is going to be so much fun. And we've got, we've got actually a bunch of good stuff that's going to be happening down there. A, it's free to play. Fun Employment Radio Bingo, 3 p.m. At the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Come on down. Hang out with us. We would love to see everybody down there. Um, it's going to be fun. Like I said, free to play. And on top of that, we've got our uh, couple of fine sponsors. One being Small Town Brewing with Not Your Mother's Iced Tea. I am so excited. I, I will be honest. I haven't had a chance to try it yet. I'm super excited. Perfect. It's perfect for a Sunday afternoon. Awesome. Perfect for that. And also some Monkey Shoulder Scotch, which is also great to go with it. So Monkey Shoulder and Small Town Brewery, they are our fine sponsors for this event and I'm coming super, up tonight. I'm super excited because like, when else do you have it? I mean, this is going to be awesome. It's supposed to be 76 degrees, which is perfect. Yeah. It's supposed to be sunny. You get to sit, meet new friends, hang out with your friends that you have. Like play bingo in the sun. Well, and I'll say this: the cool thing about our events and our listeners, and I mean this sincerely, is all of you are really nice people. And it turns out that you know, even if you show up and you don't know anybody, everybody's there for the same thing: it's to play bingo. It's just fun mm-hmm. and hang out. And and you know, usually a lot of you have, have listened to the show, obviously, so you have that connection. And just people are really cool. And I highly suggest, even if you get nervous sometimes about big events, like come out. Hang out with us. It's just, it's just yeah, going to be fun. It's not like you're in a class and we're going to call on you or There's anything. nothing you're intimidating. Gonna, there's nothing. All you have to do is sit and play bingo. And watch us make idiots of ourselves. Heckle us. Yeah. Do whatever. Drink beer. Don't drink beer. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. And they do have, actually, really good mac and cheese there as well. They really do. They really do have some uh-huh. amazing mac and cheese. So this I think is, I'm going to have to slip on, on Sunday. You might have to. I, I'm I think gonna it's have to. It's going to be a long day, and I feel yes. like that would be the responsible thing to do. Absolutely. So I'm just I'm working for the weekend. Get some mac and cheese. And again, that's at Landmark Saloon this Sunday, June 18th, starting at 3 p.m. for Fun Employment Radio. Bingo. Show up there about 3 o'clock. Um, that would be great. Actually, show up, show up at 3, and we'll get, start to get things going right after that. And mm-hmm. on top of that, for some of our prizes, we have something awesome from one of our other sponsors who's yes, contributing. Yes, And that is from Bike Gallery. Bike Gallery has been a longtime supporter of Fun Employment Radio. They have six different locations here in the Portland area and also an amazing website at bikegallery.com. And one of the prizes they're going to be giving away is a bunch of discounts off of things. They're yes. giving away like gift certificates. We have gift certificates, like our actual. Like, like a lot. Like, yeah, like cash money gift certificates where you can go in and just use them to get something cool. Like, yeah. it's Say, that hey, simple. I want a new pair of gloves. Mm-hmm. Go get some gloves. I want some sunglasses. Get some sunglasses. Put it towards a bike. Put it towards a helmet. Put it towards whatever it is that you want. They've got it there at Bike Gallery, and they're really, really great people to work with. And uh, like I said, six different locations, but you can also go online, bikegallery.com, and they will ship it to you. Absolutely. And if you go online or in person, just give them the code FUNEMPLOYMENT, and you get 10% off your entire purchase. And that's that's really important. I want to emphasize that. Whatever you buy, give them that code, that fun employment. Uh, you can either type it in at the end if you're ordering online at bikegallery.com or just tell them in store. Be like, hey, I've got a discount code. It's fun employment. And they'll enter that in, and then you'll get 10% off 
of your purchase. And they also track that too because then they know, you know, it's our listeners that are going in. So use that code Fun Employment. Take advantage of it. I mean, it's a, it's a really great deal. It's even off on bikes and all kinds of things. I mean, yeah. you could really save some money with this. And please let us know. Feel free to email us, uh, send us pictures, tag us in anything because uh, we're going to be collecting um, any images or any like notes that we get about yeah. it. So let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know. Use the code Fun Employment and take advantage. Bike Gallery, they're just, they're great people. And uh, Bike Gallery com or go to the website you can find the six different locations they're all over the metro area so there'll be one near you wherever you are so yeah that's really cool so awesome. and we'll also have the gift certificates that are going to be part of the bingo so come out on sunday that's the bottom line come join us this sunday june 18th at the landmark saloon all right i've got some ball talk i have to get to here all right i'm greg nibbler let's talk balls, balls. so ball talk is really about one thing today and it is this it is the end of the NBA Finals. They came to a conclusion tonight, or last night, in the city of Oakland, when the Golden State Warriors defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers, winning the series 4-1 to one in their best-of-seven series. So, uh, Golden State, now the champions two out of the last three years. For the last three years, it's been these two teams in the Finals. First year, Golden State won. Second year, Cleveland won. This year, Golden State won. And, uh, of course, they do have the addition of Kevin Durant, who I believe to be the second best player on the planet right now (laughs) as part of their team. Shocking that you can play really well when you have the second best player in the world. Um, and And probably the third best player in the world. All on your same team. Regardless, they are the champions. And there's a few things that came along with that. Uh, so congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they far and away are one of... Honestly, that's one of the greatest teams you'll see in a long time. As far as on a, on a court. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's an amazing assembly of talent. Assemblage. I see Allegra talking. All right, so anyway, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of amazing talent. <laughs> Are you just going to claim to be on Allegra forever? So every time you say yep. something weird, you'll be like, "That's the Allegra talking." Yep, it's the Allegra talking. Mm-hmm. I think it's starting to wear off. Uh, so a few things with it that I just wanted to uh, give out. Just uh, a couple of facts associated with the finals. Some some tidbits here. Uh, one, it's being reported that the Warriors have decided unanimously, and it's a tradition in American sports that the champion of whatever major league, usually at least baseball football and basketball uh, gets an invitation to the White House and they go meet the president. Well, it's being reported that the Golden State Warriors have unanimously decided as a team that they will boycott the White House and will not be going there sometime later. I wonder if like people who are still thinking that everything's okay are like, like just hearing all this stuff that keeps coming out and being like, oh, this is still normal. Like, that's not normal. No, it's not normal. Yeah. It's not. I mean, there's seriously stuff going on. All right. Yep. So the Golden State they Warriors. All, I was reading that's something. That's the report, too, and I was reading something too that the Cavaliers had also like they had said that if they had won, like the same the, thing, the same thing, yeah, 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 could could very well be. I mean, I can see that. So anyway, that's that's one report that's coming out. A couple of other things. There was something from Javale McGee, kind of really, really came into his own in this series. Now, if you don't know who Javale McGee is, he's been around the league for a few years. He's he's been on like almost a, a different team every year. And he's bounced all around. He's a big, tall guy. He's he's kind of goofy looking. Um, he's really good at at doing what he does. He's really good at at blocking shots and getting into the paint and getting rebounds. And he actually played really well. You got to respect how hard this guy played throughout the throughout the entire NBA playoffs. He played like he meant it. He also 
has a rat tail. So you may have seen him for that. And he posted on Twitter, and I had to double-check this to make sure this was his official account, but it looks like it is. JaVale McGee posted, I'm the only person ever with a rat tail and an NBA championship. Let that sink in. (laughs) (laughs) And when he posted that, I'm like, okay, I am a JaVale McGee fan now. I I like JaVale McGee. That's hilarious. He also is uh, kind of famous because... Shaq was has been relentless in commenting uh, on his commentating of making fun of JaVale McGee. Uh-huh. He just relentless at digging at him until finally Shaq's mother told him to knock it off <laughs> to stop being so hard on JaVale McGee. And so then they settled it and now JaVale McGee wears Shaq hats and I I like JaVale McGee. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm a JaVale McGee fan. He turned me around. All right, so so there's that. Um moving on to ball talk. This is an interesting thing and this was reported by uh, San Francisco Gate, and it has to do with takeout orders in the Bay Area during Warriors games. And this is reported from uh, Indian restaurants that their orders for curry go through the roof on the nights that Warriors pl- the Warriors play. Oh, really? Because of they, and they think it's that's because so of weird. Steph Curry being the point guard for well, the. Also, curry's delicious, but that it is. Maybe it reminds people like they hear the word curry and they're like, mm, "Curry sounds like it'd be good for dinner." Yeah, they entered uh, Asif Aslam, who owns two Indian restaurants, talking about it. And he said it's strange, but it really happens. Everyone is ordering curry, and people who have never even had curry are trying it for the first time. I've had conversations at tables between the guests. Uh, between the guests bringing up Steph Curry and saying they want to order curry because of him. <laughs> Even though Steph Curry has nothing, it's just his last name. But still, that's kind of funny. What's your favorite kind of curry? I like yellow curry. Uh, coconut. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably coconut. All right, and one more thing in, in this. Now, if you did watch the game, um, you know, the uh, Golden State Warriors won by nine points. It was 129 to 120. Well, with a few, with maybe like 50 seconds left or something like that or less than that, Actually, it's less than that. Um, it was clear Golden State Warriors had won. They were up by 12 points. Like, that was it. You know, they're, they're, you're, not, you're not coming back. Or maybe it's like 30 seconds. I'm sorry. I don't have the exact seconds. But anyway. Oh, with 15 seconds. There we go. 15 seconds left. You're not coming back 12 points in 15 seconds. So they, it was the Cavs ball, though. They dribbled down the court. J.R. Smith uh, pulled up and, and threw up a three-pointer. And, you know, yeah. knocked three points off of it. And no big deal. The Warriors got the ball. They dribbled it out. Cavs didn't dispute it. That was the end. Well, that three-pointer made a big difference for a lot of people because Golden State was picked to win by nine to nine and a half points. They were the favorites in Vegas by nine to nine and a half points, which means if you picked Golden State to win, they had to win by 10 points or more for you to make money. Oh. They only won by nine points because J.R. Smith from the Cavs threw up that three-pointer and fucked over millions of dollars of bets. Oh, wow. I mean, millions of dollars for people who had picked Golden State to win. They didn't get their money because of the spread of that. That's how much extra points they were given. So that's that's what it was. Oh, boy. Yeah. Or that's how much extra points the Cavs were given, if that makes any sense. Mm. So, no, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. they fucked up a lot. Yeah, instead of 12 yeah. points, it was nine points. A lot of people lost a lot of money because J.R. Smith just decided to jack up a three-pointer at the end. Oh, boy. I thought that was kind of funny. But anyway, <laughs> there we go. Golden State Warriors, they are your champions. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Doing great, Allegra. Yep. I think that's about it, though. My Allegra mm. brain is uh, 
running uh, running low. Yeah, I can tell it's kind of slowing down. Yep, it's slowing down. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. All that's right. It well, for I me. did I did make an event on Facebook. So of course, if you uh, if you are on Facebook and you haven't liked us yet, please do funemploymentradio.com. And uh, I made it's I think it's called the event is Fun Employment Radio Free Bingo. Cool. Yeah, go there and like Sunday. it. So go there and uh, let us know that you're coming so that I know how many prizes I'm going to start collecting. It's going to be so much fun. Yay! It is going to be awesome. Yeah, join us this Sunday, June 18th at the Landmark Saloon. Oh, a.k.a. Macaroni and Cheese Day. Macaroni and Cheese Day also. Oh, boy. And Monkey Shoulder Scotch. And Monkey Shoulder Scotch there. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Greg, and that's the last opportunity people will get to see us before we go to Mexico, hopefully not to be eaten by a great white shark. Because we're not doing a show Monday, so I mean, that's... That's it. This could be the last time. Oh, don't s- stop. That You took that too far. That's enough of that. Come out and join us. Maybe I won't have to eat alone that day. No, I probably won't. You'll you'll never see me eat in the big group setting because I'll get too nervous about it. It's weird. I don't know why. It's like a phobia. You're going to have to eat in front of... There are going to be people there. Know what I know what I do? I scurry away in a corner and I shovel it all in as fast as I can. So you can't... You're not even enjoying it. Yeah. I ruin it for myself. It's weird. I don't know why. It's a weird tick that I've got. Well, you're going to... And I have no problem with anybody else eating ever. Like, it doesn't... That doesn't bother me at all. It's just me. I feel weird about it, and I don't know why. I don't know where this tick came from. I'm gonna have to trace that back, figure out why it is that I have that. Well, you are. A I weird haven't always eater. had it. I haven't always had that though. Yeah, but you like do do the shoving thing, and it just makes you look like you don't know how to eat because you shove it in so fast, you get food all over your face. Maybe if you took some time. Well, I can eat slow. You've seen me do that. I'll eat for hours. Like I still have my breakfast is still sitting here on this table. Lucky me. I see it like we're talking. All right. Um, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Eat Food Already, awesome. the show that is not about food but about mm-hmm. rap. Mm-hmm. And that will be on, and then it's followed by Guys and Balls, two of the fine shows on the Fun Employment Radio Network. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. You get to join in and uh, join the chat, listen to the shows. It's really cool to hear some other local podcasts and different kinds of things that they do. Mm, here's some could, other folks living around here. Absolutely. And if you subscribe, you get to listen live and, and, and be a part of that. So it's funemploymentradio.com slash live. Awesome. Where you can subscribe. 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 Speaking of that, tomorrow we have an announcement about another show joining the network. We'll awesome. Talk about that then we'll be back tomorrow with more funemploymentradio.com. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.